Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, intuition, spiritual communication, healing on multidimensional levels, and ways to find your soul life. Today I welcome Cindy Mazafiro, author of Powerful Beyond Measure, who shares her experiences as a physical therapist and intuitive energy healer interested in raising awareness of multidimensional healing through understanding connections between emotional, spiritual, and physical conditions. Hello, Cindy, and thank you for joining us today on Healing from Within. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm delighted to be here. Cindy, as listeners of Healing from Within are well aware, my guests and I share our intimate experiences and our recognition that indeed we are more than the physical body and life offers us consistently new opportunities to view or observe the obvious so we may discover our inner being and move past limited or childhood patterns and beliefs to a more open-minded and clearer view of energy and universal laws as they affect our everyday lives. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Cindy will share her ideas on the power within and how to harness it for a more joyful, purposeful life journey. We will see how the past affects us and how we may come to change attitudes and long-held beliefs that limit us from reaching our true potential to do more than simply survive. And we will talk about the concepts of duality in reference to failure or success and learn more about soul life. I always, Cindy, always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, or event, maybe an interest or goal that may have been the precursor or reason for the adult life you are now living and value. And I feel like the blueprint is already there in the child at the beginning, and we just have to walk the path to destiny. So think back for a minute. Well, I do. I remember as a very young child, maybe five or six, looking at my hand up in the sky and the sun penetrating through my fingers and just that that intense power of energy. And at that moment, I just kind of recall feeling that, oh, boy, my hands are so special and that I'll do, you know, that they're, they're really magnificent and that they're going to be used to touch the world. And Isn't I think as we grow that beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. And, of course, in our logical mind, we kind of think, okay, I'm going to touch the world, and I went into the medicine field, and I became a physical therapist. Um, But I never really realized it until I continued on my path that, um, you know, my hands definitely had more power than just a manual physical therapist. You know, I definitely... Um, was able to do healing on a much deeper level. Yes, you were born a healer. I mean, mm-hmm. that is a quality. We all have an ability to connect to this healing energy, universal healing energy of the universe. But some of us are born and we accept the challenge 
to go forward and learn as much as we can about all different modalities and to use it to do just what you said, to bring into the world a quality of beauty, goodness, and charity, and generosity, and love, and all the divine, beautiful values of spiritual energy. So it goes even right. beyond healing. It goes into it goes into the energy that we are and that we we want and need to put into the world. So that's beautifully mm-hmm. said, beautifully said. Now you talk of a time when you and your husband Tom were having marital difficulties and how it alerted you to address some issues you had been carrying from childhood. And I want to say to our audience, there's not a living person on this planet of almost 8 billion people who have Mm -hmm. not in one way or another in their childhood had a little piece of their soul nipped away through an interaction with others and a misinterpretation and uh how can i say their positivity may be shaken in a moment when uh, an adult may have been thinking that they were giving us you know wonderful wisdom and ideas that would help us down the road but instead uh, they confused us because our soul already knew who we were and what we were here for and all we needed to be right. encouraged and not to have so many people saying no you can't do this so we're all o- overcoming well, I like to refer, that yeah i like to refer to it that we all take on a perception of our childhood from our childhood yes and it's not just based on the people around us it could be placed on the position that you are in the family, like if you're the oldest child or the youngest child or the middle child, or the environment, the religion, the culture, we we take on a perception. And so if the parent is saying the same exact thing to the two different children, each of them will have a different perception and therefore have an, an emotional, energetic response that becomes a trigger that we continue to use and replicate throughout our life but I personally believe that that emotional wounding or energy that I call that lies dormant within us mm-hmm. um, is actually part of our soul lesson and so I think that I know for me that the lesson I needed to learn based on my family dynamics um, were very much aligned to the continued work that I have been doing for really the past 30 years but um, it really becomes um, it's kind of like a, a launching you know, where you're on yes. a diving board, you're kind of impacted when you're young, and it, it puts you and catapults you into life, and you experience life differently, but it's like different rungs of the ladder, and as you continue to mature and walk your spiritual path, if you're choosing the right path um, and not avoiding the, the right direction, then you actually get to, um, you know, fulfill that destiny, that dharma that you really are here to um bring into the world absolutely absolutely and what you're also saying is that nothing is random so whatever experience you had in childhood that gave you an understanding of yourself or even if we would consider it at that moment a trauma it was what you needed there is nothing good or bad right or wrong there is only experience for individual souls and our uniqueness and there there's there's no failure so this is what exactly. we have to learn. And, you know, and as we go along exactly. in life and mature, 
many of us have learned this and we realize we're perfect the way we are at this moment in time because of all the things that happened just as they happened before. So I always say right. to my clients, uh, no one can hurt you or diminish your happiness and take your personal power away unless you let them. Because right. uh, no matter, they might try to take some of your joy and personal power away because maybe they don't have it and they would like it, but they don't know how to go about doing it. So they figure uh, we'll make everybody feel the same way we do. And they operate mm -hmm. that way. But personal power is your uniqueness. It's within you, and it's a guidance system, and it's a system of love and compassion and healing. And all we need to do is learn the tools to hold ourselves on our path with as much joy. And no matter what challenge comes in, we can deal with it. There's nothing that's too hard that was programmed into our life plan. We, we accepted our life before we even were born and some of the experiences we would have. And even if we thought they were difficult as a soul before we came here into physical life, we were encouraged to know that we would be guided and helped and never alone. So I, uh, I think the way you just said that was right. Nothing was well, wrong. I'd love and to share a little story about that if I could. Because sure. you kind of alluded to this, what was, why, what happened with, um, in my book, Powerful Beyond Measure. Um, my parents were divorced when I was seven years age, of age. And I had four other sisters, nine years all the way down to nine months. And every one of us perceived that divorce differently. But for me, it was a sense of abandonment. How can someone love you and walk out of your life never to be seen again? My older sister viewed it as my mother wasn't a good enough wife. Mm -hmm. And so her perception was I'm going to be this wonderful wife. I'm going to iron the sheets and I'm ironing his boxes and have seven-course meals. Well, she's been through two divorces and still unmarried. Mm. So how we judge others and criticize and view things is part of our learning process. And so for me, because I had this sense of abandonment, I longed so much for this external verbal communication, especially from men, because I didn't have it in my life, I didn't have it from my father, that um, I was, it was never enough. Even though I had my own profession, I had my own business, I worked primarily with men, I was very well um, reinforced, it was never enough. And I didn't realize that I was still emitting this energy and this expectation mm -hmm. that people could walk out of my life. And in my book, I go on to share how one day my husband came down and said, with tears in his eyes, I love you, but I can't live with you anymore. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. My, my youngest memory of my father was coming back to me some 30, 40 years later, and I could couldn't believe this. And um, so it really caused me to do some self-direction, um, self-awareness and exploration as to what was it that I was creating in my life, how well, I was viewing this. Yeah, maybe the fear of your memory in childhood caused you to draw that energy into your own yeah. being. And you abandoned your husband by not being available emotionally because you were afraid well, actually, that the same was, thing would happen. Yeah, that's... And, but actually, it was more that I didn't, no matter what he said to me, I never felt believed. it was enough. I didn't, I didn't take it in. 
enough. And so he always felt exhausted trying to nurture and satisfy me because it was never going to be enough. And in my final third of the book, I don't know if you were able to read this, um, and you talk about spirit and communication with the beyond, um, I was at a James Van Prague um, conference, if you will, Mm -hmm. and there was like 3,000 people in the room, and everyone's hoping that they can connect to their departed one. Well, my mother had remarried when we were adult women. And so he really, he was my stepfather, but really not a father and a fatherly figure. Yes, his but name was Bill. I, I read the story. Bill, yeah. Yes, yes. And so the very first words that my stepfather said to James Van Prague, which he then said to me, is that you're perfect and not to change for anyone. And I had been trying to change to become, now that my husband and I were having trouble, to change to become the wife he wanted to, to satisfy him and to not ask for these things myself instead of working on my own internal part. And I needed to see and honor and love myself and not have everyone else having to love me and to fill my love tank. I had to see my own greatness and my own power within myself. And that's what we all need to do, as you talked about, Cheryl, too, is that we become powerful when we accept our own power within ourselves, our greatness, our divine greatness. Yes. And when you do, then you become powerful beyond measure. We hold no limits. Our capabilities are endless. And um, it's an amazing how it totally transforms your life. Well, I am a medium, and I met James Van Prague. He's good friends with one of my teachers, international medium Robert Brown. And I'm a mm-hmm. medium, and I, I do daily what happened for you when uh, he told you something that shifted your whole life and energy and thought process. You were able to let mm-hmm. go of a thought that was holding you back. Right. Cindy, I like this very much. You wrote this. My life is only a mere extension of my life's purpose. And I love this because your life purpose is simply to be and exist for Mm -hmm. a time in this physical reality in order to refine your soul energy and spirit for greater compassion and love. And perhaps in dealing in relationships, maybe we've done it before in other times and places with the same souls, and maybe we have a chance in this time and place just to tweak it a little bit and find something else amazing about ourselves and the people we love. And you also wrote, Tell me one thing that you were unable to survive. If you're here, then you're alive and there's nothing you haven't been able to endure. You may have regrets or wish things turned out differently, but somehow you found a way to get through them. And that's what what knowing what you and I know we don't think, we just, we don't feel, we, it's part of our whole energy system. It just is. And, uh, mm-hmm. when, when you get to that point, you're able to let go of so much trivia. And, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want for our listeners to learn the tools so that they can work from within their own, own soul presence and, um, 
be present in their own life making choices, the best choices, based on their perception, yes, and their reality, and not paying attention to the outside world, demanding and dictating what they need to do all the time, because we surely (laughs) run into trouble when that happens. So let's go on. So as powerful soul entities that choose this physical life in order to refine our spiritual energy and learn more about ourselves in relation to nature and God and uh, other people, Sometimes we lose this personal power within. What stops us from being powerful? Well, I personally believe it's what we take from our past. And that, for me, I was always uh, concerned that someone was going to walk out of my life, you know, or that, that I was being put behind them. And that when I realized that that was my limitation, that whenever I would experience that thought or that emotion, then I would use my strategies in my book to change that thought, my own perception. Again, not blaming someone's action to make me feel that way. I'm blaming or I'm not blaming at all. I'm I'm taking that intuitive thought or that memory that's coming to the present moment and saying, this is my my memory. This is not about someone standing in front of me causing me to feel this way. This is about me feeling this way. And it has long roots from the past. And so I can choose to look at this scenario differently. And see, I'm, I'm being empowered as to controlling how I experience this situation and what my action steps will be and, and everything. So it really is amazing when you start to find your greatness, this power within yourself, that the easeability, the flow in which how you experience life is truly transformational. I know you both, you agree with me, Cheryl, because we live in this space. Yeah. And it's not that hard to get into. And I no. hope your listeners really understand this. This is not a fictitious place. It's no. not something that you have to work 30 years at. It's a work. It's an awareness that you have to take ownership of, that you want to be this star that shines in all that you do. It doesn't mean that you're not going to fall down once in a while. Yes, we're not going to be experts at everything, and that's okay. Right. But how we experience our life is truly a choice. Cindy, in answer to what you were just talking about and to that question, what stops us from knowing our powerful self or soul presence? In my book, The Living Spirit, I addressed it this way and I wrote, Negativity in any form creates a lower vibration that hinders any chance for evolution. At the same time, it is understood that there will always be people who choose to hide from their problems, whether out of fear, ignorance, or simply not knowing an alternative way. Perhaps they feel the darkness around them because others have acted towards them inappropriately and harmfully. They may believe that keeping secrets and avoiding change will shield them from issues they cannot face at the present time. In actuality, only going towards the light and full truth can bring peace, harmony, balance, and the end of suffering. As we cannot change the way anyone thinks or acts, even those we love the most, we can change our way of interacting with them. And this is an important discovery for each of us, regardless of race, religion, or socioeconomic status. And that's just what we're saying here. There are 
parts of our childhood and our belief system that will hold us back and make us feel that we cannot move toward that higher ground. But in actuality, that's a falsehood. That's our ego mind mm -hmm. fear-based reality. And you, you give a very nice story about a little girl, Luann, who was a very loving child who wished to touch and be touched, which to me is indicative of a healing soul presence. So that's why it right. moved me. She loved to touch a pebble, a feather, or another person, and she loved to hold hands. But during her youth, her family was not receptive to her attempts to reach out. And I think mm -hmm. many of our people listening today, myself included, and you too, uh, had this uh, reality. We, we meet many people with many different interests and many different levels of how they react to energy and other people. And nothing is bad, but sometimes we think we did something wrong when we're not received openly with smiles and graciously. And it can really uh, make us become defensive and shut down. And we, uh, It can. It can definitely. And the, what, what I encourage your listeners to think of is anything that makes you contract or feel less than, that is um, actually what you need to step into. That is, that is the universe providing a stage for you to experience the growth that it wants you to experience. So, you know, we can take any example of this. And I know, Cheryl, you work with, you know, people on this as well. But, you know, if you're feeling that you say something and no one hears you, you feel disrespected. And maybe this has been something that you've experienced all your life. And that your, your typical response that your body has learned is to shut down, don't say anything, and just hold it in. Don't let them know you're disappointed or angry or, you know, just, or even go, hide in the room to avoid mm. conflict. Yes. These are all protective mechanisms that we all create differently, and it's to prevent you from experiencing more pain. So instead of having your voice, you run away from it. And so that's contraction. That's you withdrawing. And that doesn't make you shine brighter. That no. makes you, you know, um, kind of put a coat on you and, and hide your light. So anytime that that's happening to you, it's around that soul pain that you've experienced, that emotional pain from your childhood years. But remember, it's your soul curriculum. Pretend you're actually open up your hands and you have a, um, a, a book that is not physically there, but it's your spiritual curriculum. It's the spiritual book. Some refer to it as Acoustic Records. But it's your spiritual soul lessons, the curriculum of your book, that you're supposed to be learning. This is a wonderful thing. And when you can start to embrace the curriculum that you're learning, there's no more guilt or blaming or criticizing or feeling you're yeah. a victim. Oh, poor me. It's like, yes, I'm so excited today. <laughs> I get to learn this. I get to be on stage and like, I can excel like when this character. Yeah, so when something is difficult and you think it might be a problem or painful, you need to simply say to yourself, well, this is a stepping stone. This is not an obstacle. What can I learn from it, and where can it take me? But you give a formula for failure and success, and tell us something about that. The formula for success is to overcome, you, you tell us, the dis-cycle of self-dissatisfaction. So tell us about the dis words because there are so many of them actually well 
any any word is uh, a discycle, but the discycle of self is it's kind of like a cyclone. You know, the water going down your uh, drain. You get pulled down and sucked mm. down, and so you have dysfunction. You know, you have diseased, which um, diseased meaning meaning uncomfortable or something. Yeah. Or you could put the words together and mean illness. You know, because when you um, think negativity and you consume that thought and that emotion, you're affecting your inner self, your inner health. And that inner health reflects outwardly in a physical health. So when you have physical symptoms, remember that that's only there because it's an inner health issue yes. that you need to deal with. And that's so important. And so, you know, we all have different words. It could be distrust. Maybe you distrust people. Maybe there's disharmony within yourself, disharmony within your relationship, disharmony within your family dynamics. Um, so you encourage yourself to look when you read my book, what are the dis words, D-I-S or D-Y-S, that is actually part of your life? Um, and how can you implement and change those to have a different outcome? And again, you are the creator, the manifester of your reality. And again, there's the power that you obtain and that you realize that you can start to make these differences in your life. You know, even as much as Cheryl and I, you know, have done a lot of spiritual work and individual work, you know, there are things that come to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, do I really want to try that? You know, it might be the unknown. Oh my gosh. Like, for example, I was asked to speak on the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line and I'm really excited by doing that. And it's like, wow, that's a new thing. I could say, no, I'm not going to do that. Who's going to want to listen to me? But no, I instead say, the universe brought this to me. How exciting. I'm really excited about this opportunity and trust and know that it's going to benefit others as well as myself. And so... We, Cindy, you know, we're not immune to that, right? No, no, <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, you gave a story, sort of, about this in in the book, the Cherokee Tale of Two Wolves, and I liked right. it so much. So, uh, would you like to tell that story? Sure, it's an old Indian uh, fable about two wolves that live within ourselves, and one, of course, is fear. And one, of course, is expansion and, and love and growth. And um, the old grandfather, as he was telling his grandson, you know, the grandson said, well, which, which wolf actually lives? Which one is going to survive? And the grandfather says, the one that you feed. So if we encourage and allow the fear to um, hold us back, that's the one that's going to expand. That's, we're going to be fearful of everything in our life. If we um, feed the one um, that is nurturing and providing us opportunity, then more opportunities, more growth, more expansion, more love, more abundance, all this is going to continue to come your way because it's continuing to um, foster you and promote you on your spiritual development, you know, and development and, and exploration and all these wonderful things. It's just yes. amazing thing. <laughs> so we're going to dismiss negative action and thought and embrace goodwill and honesty and love and joy, and that's how we're going to feed our souls. 
That's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful yeah. story. I want to thank you, Cindy Mazafiro, author of Powerful Beyond Measure, for sharing insights into soul life healing beyond the physical symptoms and sharing specific ways to resolve, release, and move past uh, from thoughts and fears that are limiting and moving towards greater self-actualization. For more information and to purchase the book, go to Cindy Mazafiro. Dot com and also Amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, it becomes clearer for us to remember that many of the issues and perceptions of childhood that hinder our personal growth now and our path to happiness, health, and prosperity may quite simply be thoughts or beliefs given to us and may not represent our own values and desires or life destiny. We are empowered through a divine energy that connects us to the universal creative force of life and encourages us to develop greater love for ourselves and walk in a state of peace, harmony, and balance, calling to ourselves fine thoughts and acting in ways that protect and enhance our world communities and improve the human condition. Cindy and I would ask you to think a little out of the box meaning not being closed in past thinking or group mindset. Focus on what makes your heart and energy sing while exploring the passion of life in small and even grander ways as it begins to unfold anew. The only thing holding you back are often your own fears. Surrender them and bring in new ideas and the future will undoubtedly improve. Say yes. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to authors, changemakers, visionaries, and leaders seek to answer age-old questions in order to understand the human and divine connection. Shows may also be heard on DreamVision7Radio.com and WebTalkRadio.net. Thank you.